now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Week 2 Recap, Week 3 Preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your Commissioner, Dean, and hopefully, as always, joined by Paulie. How are you doing, Paulie? <laughs> I'm, I'm good, and yeah, hopefully always, because a one-person recap and then a one-person preview is boring. Yeah, I, I could do voices, maybe. Uh, could you before? No. I'll just have to, <laughs> I'll just have to effort. Right. So, uh, as always, uh, if you want to talk about the league online, let's use the hashtag BABFFL. Yes. But right now, we're not talking online. We're talking in person. And I'm going to go back to last week and tally up some of those scores. So, let's start with our first game of the week. I thought this was going to be a close one. i got to be honest. The Dixie Landing Alligators against Totally Radical Islam uh, turned out to be anything but a 184-85 to 85 victory for the Alligators. Yeah, the Alligators lapping. Lapping totally radical Islam, um, and and I mean looking at the scores, it, it really was just you know like we said actually in our in our predictions keys of the game Aaron Rodgers twenty one points, um, you know the kickers Graham Gano with seventeen points that's unheard of. Yeah, well when you <laughs> when you hit four field goals and have four extra points, yeah, he actually missed an extra point. Right, so <laughs> he could have had more. Could have had more. That was a negative. Um, you know, just top to bottom, Dixie Landings double digits. Every single position except Shane Vereen, who had 9.6. So you're yeah. talking just out of it. So, I mean, totally radical. Islam had a uh, uphill battle to climb. Um, and we had picked, uh, well, we picked differently for this game. Um, I picked Dixie Land Alligators to win. You picked totally radical Islam. Yeah, kudos to you. I mean, uh, AJ Green really you know, just didn't show up, and you know, as I scan down to the bench, when you have guys like uh, Stefan Diggs putting up 34 and Shepard 21 on your pine, it's it's frustrating. But I guess when you lose by 100, uh, it wouldn't have made the difference. It doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, another great performance by the Shoreline Taproom in our second game—a 149 to 108 win over Tucker's Luck. Yeah, this one was a lot closer than the last game, but still 41 points difference. Uh, we had said the keys to the game would be Philip Rivers, and boy, did he not disappoint. Uh, 30 points for Mr. Rivers. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, uh, 23 points. Um, you know, just looking down here, C.J. Anderson with 18 points. And um, and we didn't mention it in our predictions, but really the battle, the kickers basically were a wash. The defenses were a wash. The flex players were a wash. Um, it really came down to those skill positions at wide receiver that and quarterback that really put it over the edge for the tap room. Yeah, I see, uh, you know, the, the big performer on Tucker's Luck pulling them up was Matt Forte with 33 on Thursday night. Yeah, which uh, uh, I believe a prediction for Matt Forte by both of us was that he would be kept in check by the Buffalo well, Bills that, defense. That staunch Buffalo Bills defense in those low-scoring Thursday night games, neither of those showed up. <laughs> neither one. <laughs> so. oh. Uh, but Jordy Nelson with a nice game for the Shoreline Tap Room, you know, easily outpointing Golden Tate and, and pacing them to victory. Yes, and uh, for the prediction for that, we both picked the Tap Room, so we uh, held serve for that one. Very nice. Well, Scott's Cruisers with a uh, pretty sound win, beating New York Fran Dogs one forty three to ninety four. Yeah, about this game, um, you know, we we had you know we were talking about the Bills Jets game. Uh, we said that Brandon Marshall would be held in check, not quite. Uh, um, we said that Eli Manning would be the difference maker. Not 
quite. <laughs> well, he was sort of uh, just not in... by not doing what we thought he would do. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, turnovers galore, lots of yards, but man, uh, Matt Ryan lit it up for Scott's Cruisers, thirty-two point eight points. Um, and then we also said that Jeremy Macklin would not have the week that he had previous. Six receptions for sixty-eight yards is not not bad. Um, so, you know, really, it, it, and it came down to, you know, we talked about that defensive performance, quote-unquote, for the Bills and the Jets. Yeah, the Jets' defense netting one point because of the ridiculous amount of yards and points that they gave up, even though they got an interception. So, um, yeah, the pick for that one, uh, we picked the Fran Dogs. So we were off, both of us, on that one. We're, we're in fuego. Well, moving on, your Music City Marauders with a... Uh, oh, no, Music City. So- Get out of here with that. <laughs> your Music Marauders with a, a uh, fall to the Norwegian Oil Rigs, 130-97. to Yeah, we had said before the keys to the game would be Adrian Peterson, and I was 100% right. Um, Adrian Peterson injured and did not put up points, and therefore I lost. <laughs> um, I think uh, we, you know, we were texting back and forth going into the Monday night matchup um, for the Vikings against Green Bay, and you know, I said, you know, if Adrian Peterson gets 100 yards, two touchdowns, I win, and that is completely inside the realm of possibility for him historically against Green Bay. Doesn't happen when you go out with a torn meniscus within the no. game. Um, that'll, that'll impact you not just this week, but possibly in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah. See if he's going to be out there for you. He might be out three to four. That's the last thing that I saw on that. Um, and the other thing that we had said about this game, key of the game, would be Todd Gurley um, not getting bottled up. Yeah, he was still bottled up. He only had eight points, so kind of sucking wind on uh, the running back front for the game. Um, I had mentioned that I didn't know what I was going to get from Tyrod Taylor. He was a very big surprise for me with um, nearly 300 yards passing, three TDs, touchdown, and he was running. Um, Fantasy-wise, fantastic game from Tyrod Taylor, but could not overcome Calvin Benjamin with 30 points, uh, Martavius Bennett, 23, and DeMar- uh, not DeMarco Murray. Um, who's Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, thank you, yeah. with 22. I mean, just the, the wideout tight end flex position for the Norwegian oil rigs is what really put it over the top with my complete no-show by my number one pick, Adrian Peterson. Uh, We both picked me to lose, so we both won. (laughs) Yay, we won in some aspects. One of the closer games that we've had this season so far, the Dapper Donalds with a nearly 120-point performance, good enough to be Project Badass in his 107. Yeah, this one was actually pretty interesting. Um, You know, we, we both said that the pit playing um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati swept them last year, and the pit would overcome. Oh, boy, did they ever overcome. Um, we were wrong on Gronkowski beating up on Miami, but it didn't matter because the Patriots beat up on Miami, and we were completely right about Miami having horrible offense because they did. Uh, a little bit wrong on Breeze having a big game and the Giants Saints being high-scoring. <laughs> the 13-10 mudfest in the completely awesome weather in the Meadowlands. Hey, hey, 1630. Don't, don't Okay, shit. sorry. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's it just, yeah. And, and unfortunately for our predictions, um, and I, I don't like injuries. I don't care what team they're on. Uh, you had said that Danny Woodhead would be, you know, a real big uh, contributor for Project Badass, and I agreed with you. I thought he would get a lot of catches, which, again, in our league, it counts for a little bit more points than, than uh, touches for a running back. Injured out for the year with an ACL. 
that yeah, really call. hurt. I mean, at least Adrian Peterson for me will be back in a couple weeks. Woodhead's out for the season. Um, that really puts a bad outlook for the project overall. Um, but and we both picked Project Badass to win. So you know, had Woodhead stayed in there, could he have gotten 13 points? I think he would have. Um, and then our predictions would have been correct. But really, a tough blow um, to lose like that on more than one week. Absolutely. Well, another close game. Uh, my Metroville Heroes with a 125-102 win over Make It Pink. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, we talked about the QB matchup, Luck versus Mariota. Mariota did pull it out. Um, you know, we, we, we thought maybe Luck would have some long touchdowns. He had a serviceable game for him, nearly 200 yards passing, only one touchdown. Did have the interception, though, that sealed the game for Denver, um, you know, really with, with the uh, interception return. There was also a fumble return, the Denver D. Um, really coming up big against Andrew Luck for you. But you were able to overcome that really with Jones for Detroit and with um, the Cardinals' defense. Yeah, monster performance for them. Who knew? I mean, you you were a little worried, I think, about uh, Jameis Winston. You had nothing to worry about. Well, yeah, Winston had come off such a big performance the week before, but, you know, four interceptions, they had a touchdown, held them to seven points. You know, that and the kicker uh, matchup was more than enough. That's it's really where I won the game. You know, 35-5, to five, kicker and defense uh, was my, my spread there. So yep. when you win by 23 and your kicker and defense are plus 35, that's that was the key to victory. Yeah, and you had talked about your kicker maybe making the difference. And really, you know, 13 points um, compared to what he did in week one, that was huge. Uh, we also talked about how the Detroit defense was atrocious and uh, did not let you down. Um, when it came to, you know, some of the scores for your opponent, but it just wasn't enough to overcome. Uh, something else we said, Ezekiel Elliott really scared you. Um, yeah, I mean, fumbles, that wasn't good. Got a touchdown, but 16.7, eh, it's kind of meh when it comes to running backs, so it really wasn't much of a deal, uh, big deal for that. Um, and we did pretty close match, and, there, you know, there were some of the late games that could have made an effect, but in the end, good job. All right, and our final wait, matchup. The wait. St- we both picked what? you to win. No. Yeah. I got one right. Yeah, you did. Woo. <laughs> well, our final matchup, the Snuggly Ducklings with a 135-115 beating of the monkey. Yeah, let's uh, take a little closer look there. Monkey uh, definitely rolling into the week two matchup, feeling confident, having defeated me. Uh, ran into a buzzsaw of ducklings, uh, mainly behind the roster move we both predicted. Cam Newton going in. Cam Newton with nearly 40 points. DeMarco Murray with 21. Eric Decker, like I said, he might be the unsung hero of the game. He had 25. Uh, Let me guess, he had a touchdown. He had a touchdown. He had 126 (laughs) receptions, or 126 yards. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That might be a record. 126 yards, but six receptions, which is huge. You know, I kind of called that from a... uh, reception standpoint um you know really the only the only weakness that i saw really was rogers for Pitt. only had one reception but you know when the rest of the team is getting double digits steelers d was serviceable um and you know the kicker made like a kick um but you know on the other side team monkey carson palmer had a fantastic game against tampa bay we kind of didn't see that coming um we had talked about the rams defense being horrible um, the Rams defense was actually really good, but one of my keys to the game, and I'm pretty proud of this, 
So the Eagles defense would have a feast against Chicago and Jay Cutler. I was not disappointed. <laughs> Two fumble recoveries and an interception. Uh, so, you know, kudos to uh, the Ducklings in overcoming that Eagles defense. But I picked the Ducklings to win. You picked Monkey to win. And if uh, if Stewart hadn't gone out with an injury in Carolina, maybe the Monkey would have had a better shot. But, uh, you know, injuries are part of the game, unfortunately, and uh, that definitely contributed to his loss. And, you know, it's, it is unfortunate. You know, like I said, I hate injuries. Uh, three of the games, in my mind, were decided by injuries on the NFL field. Um, so, you know, it is unfortunate. It does bleed into fantasy, but it is what it is. So, uh, Dean, are you interested to see how we did in our predictions from last week? How did we do? Let's let's tell you that up. Well, uh, you were three and four for the seven games. I was five and two, meaning I was two games better than you. What we're going to do this season is carry on and see who's better just in a differential. And then we'll see at the end of the season who really was a little bit better of a prognosticator, me or you. You can win the prognostication as long as I win the trophy. The metaphorical trophy. <laughs> yes, the, the, the uh, mm, I don't even the, know what the, the mental trophy. The, the JPEG trophy. <laughs> you can collect those, I think, on an app. How are you doing with that, Polly? Mm. All right, let's move into week three, shall we? We shall. Let's uh, start in the order in which my app is presenting this game. So uh, the Metroville Heroes will take on week three, Project Badass. Yeah, Project Badass coming off a uh, rather hard loss um, that we predicted him to win. Uh, but, you know, looking here, we got Roethlisberger's playing Philadelphia. Philadelphia is playing well. They're riding high. Jim Schwartz has the defense doing well, but this is Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Rod Gronkowski is in. I don't know if he's going to play. That game is actually on Thursday. Patriots D, they're going to have to step it up against Houston. Um, I, I still don't have a really good grasp on what the Patriots D is capable of because they've been playing with a lead so often. Um, I'm not sure that's going to happen against Houston. Um, and then looking at your team, Andrew Luck playing San Diego. San Diego's defense has been very bad. Um, and uh, you got uh, Johnson going up against Buffalo. The Buffalo cornerbacks were completely hosed by the Jets. So I don't know what we're going to get from that. Um, but, you know, that's a running back. Typically, the Bills do running well. Back that likes to, he likes to catch passes. He does. I mean, and, that and, and that's typically what the Bills have, you know, they've, they've kind of had an Achilles heel for that. Um, you know, looking more at your lineup, um, Cardinals D against Buffalo. I don't think they're going to be that high scoring against the Bills offense. Um, the Bills don't turn the ball over that often. They, they might not give up many yards, but they're not going to get turnovers. Um, and then, you know, your kickers playing Kansas City. Kansas City, another defense that is like, do they even make the claim? I'm not sure. <laughs> Luckily, they're playing at home. They can just drive to the game. So Nick Folk might have a good game. Um, you know, uh, so, uh, well, what do you think of the players in their matchups? Uh, you know, I, I did make a couple roster changes. I wasn't getting a lot out of Fleener at tight end. Uh, so instead of having New Orleans tight end, I will now have the tight end playing against them. And uh, John Brown wasn't giving me much as the third Arizona wideout, so I picked up Williams from San Diego, plugging him in this week. So I'm, I'm hoping you know get a couple of extra bumps in scoring there. But I, I agree with what you're listing as the key to the games. I think we are both headed by uh, pretty star quarterbacks, and, and that could make a difference. Um, in all, I, I still am a little worried uh, if I was a Des Bryant owner until Romo returns to the lineup. And so I think 
on the strength of my whiteouts, I'm going to be able to pull out a victory. But uh, it's, it's going to be a tough one. So I'm not sure on the prediction yet. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll give you my prediction. Maybe you can make that change uh, based on that. Um, I actually think that Project Badass pulls it out only because I, I'm not a firm believer in that Philly defense. Pittsburgh is scary good this year. Um, so I, I really think Roethlisberger is going to pull it out. He might actually score one on the ground himself. Um, so, unfortunately, Dean, I'm picking the badass to win. Well, that just motivates me to pick my own team then so I can get, <laughs> try to gain a game on you. I agree with that. I think it's a really close game. I'm not sure why the website's coming up with an 18-point spread. Uh, you know, I'm not sure about Gronk being back in the lineup. Bennett had such a good game last week, and it is a short week. Uh, maybe they're both. If Gronk is back, he may not be out there full time. They maybe they both play a bit. You know that they do favor the two tight end look. So uh, I'm going to give it to myself uh, in a close game. All right. All right. Moving on to game two. Tucker's luck taking on Make It Pink. All right. Looking at Tucker's luck. Uh, you know, versus Make It Pink. You know, Russell Wilson is hobbled. He's clearly not playing uh, at the top of his game. At the same time, he's playing San Francisco at home. <sighs> San Francisco's defense actually was really good in week one. It was really bad in week two. Uh, uh, but I, I don't think really that uh, Russell Wilson is performing at the level that he is known to be. Matt Forte is playing Kansas City. Kansas City gives up points like it's candy, especially Skittles. Um, Jason Witten might be the key to the game for Tucker's luck here. Um, Chicago's defense, not good. Just just, just, just bad. Just very bad. So, um yeah, I mean, now looking at make it Pink's lineup. Again, Marcus Mariota playing Oakland. Oakland's defense, I think, has given up almost 500 yards of offense each game. That's crazy. Um, I keep saying, we keep saying Ezekiel Elliott uh, for Dallas, having a having a game against that horrible, horrible Chicago defense. Um, so, you know, looking at these two, um, I think Tucker's luck wins. Yeah, the, one of the big keys, I think, is that quarterback, again, as, as it often is, uh, is Wilson healthy enough? He's coming off a very poor game last week. Uh, I think he may bounce back a bit, and seeing San Fran on the other side certainly uh, will, will get his chops licking, so to speak. Uh, Forte, I think, could be stymied a bit in Kansas City. The Jets historically struggle out there. Mm, that's a good Kansas point. City, Kansas City is a better home team than they are road Much. team historically as well. Um, but, you know, I do like the star power with guys like Antonio Brown, Golden Tate, um, you know, Langford at Dallas could be a key on, on Tucker's side. Uh, with Make It Pink, again, I still am worried a little bit about that Dallas offense until they get their leader back. And Aiken got shut out last week for Baltimore. I, I didn't look into that one. I don't know if he got hurt as well. Um, but, you know, going to need some performance out of someone other than Benjamin at wide receiver. So I'm going to go with Tucker's luck as well to win this one. All right. All right, let's take a look at the next game. Scott's Cruisers. Taking on the Dixie Landings Alligators, fresh off a monster week. Cruisers versus the Alligators. Um, and interestingly, Scott versus Scott. Um, 2-0 versus 2-0. Something has got to give. Something that is giving is Aaron Rodgers, as in giving points away to the other team. Um, Aaron Rodgers has not performed up to Aaron Rodgers' levels, whereas Matt Ryan is ridiculous lately with scoring. Matt Ryan going up against New Orleans. Now it is in New Orleans. They are a different team in the Superdome. I don't know if they bring in different defenders, though. Um, so I expect a lot of points from Matt Ryan. Looking down, Odell Buckham Jr. playing Washington. Washington's corners are not, not that great. 
in my opinion. Um, Jeremy Macklin um, might actually have a bounce back game. You had mentioned the Jets don't typically play well. Revis Island has become more like a four star resort. Um, and uh, how's Sammy Watkins do last week? Sammy Watkins with his hurt foot um, was targeted five times, but let me tell you how Flash Goodwin was, because actually Mr. Goodwin was the one that was covered by Mr. Revis, and he got burned. On, on one broken play. I, Great job. Hey, you know what? He got burned. How's your offensive coordinator doing? He's uh, looking for, well, my offensive coordinator now is fine. Yeah, he's a happy camper. He got a new job. Yes. Uh, and then we have the Texans D against New England playing a rookie quarterback who has thrown exactly one pass. In the NFL, um, yeah, let's look at the uh, Alligators. Like I said, you know, Shane Vereen doesn't impress me. Um, you know, Julio Jones, on the other hand, um, it, it's kind of interesting. We've got Matt Ryan throwing to Jones, um, so there will be points that are a little bit of a wash there. Um, Broncos D playing Cincinnati. It's going to be a lot tougher playing the Cincinnati offense than playing the uh, Andrew Luck-led offense because Indianapolis doesn't scare anybody. Um you know, I, I'm, I, because they don't block anybody? They don't block anybody, and, and, and just, yeah, the offensive line is bad, the defensive line is bad, and they are losing a cornerback every quarter. So, um, yeah, i got to give the edge here to Scott's Cruisers. Yeah, I'd say with certainty, Scott's going to win. Very nice. I say the 2-0 and o team's going to win. How about, yeah, Scott's going to win and going to go to 3-0. and o. <laughs> Absolutely. You can book it. Uh you know, Melvin Gordon, I think, has a, a nice little uptick, unfortunately, with the Woodhead injury. Uh, well, not unfortunate for Melvin, but unfortunately for Woodhead. Yes. Uh, so I, th- I think he got a little bit more of a plus-up than I would have already predicted at running back over Vereen. And, you know, Beckham versus Jones can, can go either way. Jeffrey versus Landry can go either way. Olsen versus Walker. Can, so I, I can see why these teams are both 2-0. They're pretty star-studded, but I think that benefit at running back and, you know, I know Ryan's passes are going to Jones, but, man, him in New Orleans in a primetime game. I know. I really like that for Scott's Cruiser. So I'm going to go with Scott's Cruisers to move to 3 0. And uh, not to be overlooked, Greg Olson, monster already this season for um, Carolina at tight end. Absolutely. You know, I think Walker can negate him. Walker's still one of the, yep. the better tight ends in the league. But yeah, I mean, he's. Carolina has been monstrous yes. this year. So. That that may just continue. Yeah, I mean, considering they are, they are one missed field goal away from being undefeated. Yeah. So let's look at the uh, little bit short staff music Marauders taking on totally radical Islam. Yeah, I made a made a change. I am subbing in um, Peterson because he's not going to be playing. So I've got one of his backups. You know, I have faith in that offensive system. So I think Asiata, um, or or as I continue to call him, um, Artisan Cheese. I don't know why. Um, you know, I, I should make a bagel out of him, right? Um, you know, I think he'll pick up some of the slack. Now he is going to be splitting time in the backfield, so that'll limit his, his touches. But I think he's a better receiver, um, so hopefully that works out for me. I, with I, I, I had every intention of not playing Tyrod Taylor until I saw his performance against the Jets' defense. Arizona's coming into town. Arizona's defense is good. They are not Jets good. So, you know, I'm hoping that Tyrod has that fantasy 30-point game to me. The aforementioned Sammy Watkins, I'm keeping in there. He's saying he's going to play. He's mad. Last time that Sammy Watkins played mad was after the loss to the Giants last year. And I want to say he had nine catches for 120 and a touchdown. So, um, yeah, something along those lines. I got Julian Edelman, who might actually sneaky scare everyone in this league because he's the backup quarterback. 
for the Patriots. <laughs> this is true. So if the Patriots quarterback goes down, I will have two quarterbacks in my lineup. <laughs> um, so really, you know, for me, uh, the unsung hero, and I put him in. I put him in at flex. Um, I have Chris Hogan at Houston because, like I said, they, they might actually be limiting the routes that go to um, the aforementioned Edelman. If Edelman does go in at QB, he's going to be throwing at one of the other wideouts. 50-50 shot, it's going to be Hogan. So I'm kind of I'm kind of rolling the dice here, but I got to get off the schneid, and I got to be totally radical Islam. Looking at his lineup, he's got LaShawn McCoy, who has yet to have a LaShawn McCoy game. I'm hoping it's against Arizona. Arizona's got a tough defense, though. Um, you know, looking at uh, his Colts defense, they, like I had mentioned, they are losing cornerbacks faster than people are picking Skittles out. Um, A.J. Green really is the number one guy to watch out for. Um, but playing Denver, I just, I, I don't know. It, it's tough. I mean, Den- Denver gives up yards and droves, but they get the turnover. So fantasy-wise, that could be tough. Um, I'm going to have to pick myself. Um, I don't always, but um, I, I, I really don't see LaShawn McCoy having that much of an impact, um, and I think it's going to be air out um, up in Buffalo. Yeah, this is the week he gets digs into the lineup coming off a huge performance, but now going to Carolina, not an easy, not an easy place to play. Uh, you know, looking up and down his lineup, I you know, like Cook's at receiver. Obviously, A.J. Green is a stud. Carr and Atlanta's giving up Tennessee. And Atlanta's giving up yards for weeks, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, that, that game, uh, Atlanta-New Orleans, boy, that could be a high-scoring game. At- I know we said it last week with New York and New Orleans, but this one actually is in New <laughs> right. Orleans, so... And again, primetime game. That something weird always happens in the primetime, so that that could be a, an interesting one to watch. Uh, you know, I just think uh, if you had Peterson in there instead of Asiata splitting time, yes. I might have uh, leaned towards the Marauders. But uh, I'm thinking I'm going to pick up a game on you in the standings by going for a totally radical Islam. You can try. All right. I don't know why I keep rooting for the monkey, but the monkey. You are not projected to fare very well against Shoreline Taproom. Let's see what Pauly thinks. Uh, I don't think the New England Patriots would fare well against Shoreline Taproom. Um, <laughs> you know, once again, Philip Rivers playing against um, guys in street clothes playing cornerback for Indianapolis. Um, you know, Williams, Pittsburgh, Philly, I don't believe that defense yet. Um, I mean, he's got Jordy Nelson against Detroit. It's a second division opponent by the Packers. And they really had a stinker up in Minnesota. I think the Packers will bounce back. Um, even though I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to do too much better. But um, I think his receivers will get a little bit more open. Right now, he's got an empty slot for defense. Um, look, That's what's crazy, that the website has him predicted to win by 40. Yeah. He doesn't have defense in right and, now. <laughs> I mean, he does have the Bucks defense down there that he can pick up. And uh, looking at his bench, this is insane. He also has Carson Wentz um, riding the pine. Um, he's got Arian Foster. Um, you know, who, who really didn't do much of anything. Is he injured for Miami? He, yeah, he got, uh, he got nicked up last yeah. week. So yeah, a little, little nick last week. Not sure how much he's going to win. I like Matt Jones on his bench, too, you know, in New York. That might not be a bad play, but I'm, I'm looking at his lineup and saying, who do you sit? Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't sit Phillip Rivers for Carson Wentz, um, particularly not with Pittsburgh rolling in. Um, for the Monkey, Carson Palmer, again, going up to Buffalo. Buffalo got manhandled by Ryan Fitzpatrick last week. Uh, Palmer could have a good game or it could be a bounce-back game for the defense. It's one of those things I think is a much more mental game. Um, the weather is not going to be a factor going from Arizona to Buffalo in September, not like it would be in November or December, of course. Uh, but I think Carson will get his numbers. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, um, the New England corners don't scare me. He's going to get his catches. 
Um, Baldwin for Seattle. Again, San Francisco's defense is horrible. Emmanuel Sanders, Denver. I mean, geez, the, the, you could see two two teams here score over 150 points. Um, you know, Eagles defense at Pitt is not going to get the turnovers that they got last week. Um, but, you know, I, I, I got to go with Shoreline Tapper. I mean, right now they are my championship favorite after two weeks. Um, great team um, that was drafted by Mike. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm a fan of the monkey, but I I can't make a case for him this week. Uh, hopefully, you know he he finds a way to get off the schneid, but uh, I I can't see him knocking off Shoreline Tapper this week. So that's about all we can say there. Uh, the Dapper Donalds, one nineteen predicted against New York's Fran Dogs one fifteen. It's gonna be a close one. Yeah, it is gonna be a close one. Um, and and here here again, I'm looking at the Dapper Donalds, Drew Brees. We've already we've already said that you know this game division opponent in the dome inside coming back off for a, a uh, you know, subpar performance prime time I think Breeze lights it up Eli Manning against Washington Eli has typically struggled against the Washington defense and I don't know why um, it might be one of those things where he is he is much more um, suited to hand the ball off in that one I don't know if he's going to get too many points Brandon Marshall going to Kansas City um, he's a little bit nicked up. He had a bit of a knee injury. He came back in the game Thursday against the Bills. Um, but I, th- I think he's playing at a little bit less than 100%. Um, Jets defense, Kansas City, that's going to be tough. Uh, Chris Ivory is actually going to be playing against Baltimore for Jacksonville. He had an undisclosed hospitalization, which is not great. So I'm not sure quite how to read that. But, you know, if he plays well, I mean, Baltimore's defense is stout against the run. Um, you know, and then turning over to the Donalds, you know, like we talked about Drew Brees, he's got Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Fitzgerald is 33, and I think he's number two in the league um, after two weeks for receiving. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. That's right. Game's taken. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does have that Ravens defense that are going up, um, you know, directly against Chris Ivory. So you've got that head-to-head matchup there. Um, Gotskowski, uh, the kicker, you know, going up against Houston. I don't even know if they're going to get in a field goal range. I really don't know what to expect from the Patriots offense with a rookie one throw quarterback. Um, but, you know, looking looking up and down this lineup, I, I, I really think Drew Brees is going to be the difference maker and Donalds gets the win. Yeah, Donalds with a good pickup, grabbing Fozzie Whitaker off the wire because uh, Jonathan Stewart may not be back this week. Or, and he may actually already be ruled out. I'm not sure. Oh, Kermit, um, I'm in the game. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell on the pine one more week with that suspension so the Donalds get even stronger next week you know to me the difference for the Fran Dogs that they've had some unfortunate injuries and uh you know the Ivory thing thought he was going to be back missed again with that hospitalization if he is back and if Parker stays healthy I think this could be the week the uh, Fran Dogs get their first win so I'm going to go with the New York Fran Dogs to upset the Donalds all right splitting again and in our final matchup Probably my favorite name in the league, the Snuggly Ducklings. Yes. Taking on the Norwegian Oil Rigs. Yeah, which what say you? Handily defeated me last week. Um, you know, look. It again. You know, I'm, I'm going to start with the Rigs. You know, I don't know what what game I'm going to get from Winston. Um, he's going up against the uh, the Rams defense, which I don't know what I'm going to get from them either. I don't know if I'm going to get the performance they had last week in Seattle or the performance they had first week, which they got torched. Um, and it's funny. He's got Gurley on the team too. Um, you know, Griffin does for the Norwegian oil rigs. Gurley has yet to have a Gurley-like performance. That sounds funny. And going up against Tampa Bay, that defense is Jekyll and Hyde so far. 
Um, you know, so really not knowing what you're going to get. The Panthers' defense, we definitely know what we're going to get. Um, playing against the Minnesota Vikings um, at home. Uh, that's a one o'clock Sunday game, so you know the outcome of that's going to be an early indicator, maybe, of how the Norwegian oil rigs will fare. And we bridge right over to Cam Newton, who's the starting quarterback for the Snuggly Ducklings. Cam, I think, is averaging over 35 points a game so far for us in our league. That's nuts. And he's also got DeMarco Murray, who is lighting it up in Tennessee. Good situation for him. Mr. Decker, the hero of the Jets game um, over the Bills. He'll probably score a touchdown. He probably will. That's um, kind of what he does. And that's Steelers defense going up against a rookie third game starting quarterback. And Steelers D is going to be disguising coverages. He's going to be seeing looks he hasn't seen. Everyone to a man on the Steelers D is fast, strong, physical, and can take the ball away. Um, and handsome. I don't know about everybody being handsome on the Steelers, <laughs> but um, I got to give the edge here to uh, the Snuggly Ducklings. Yeah, uh, you know, if Winston wasn't coming off a four-interception performance, I might feel a little bit Three in the first about... quarter. Yeah, and, you know, I, I actually watched some of the Rams game, and Todd Gurley does not look like he's running the same as Todd Gurley did last year. No. And so I'm going to have a hard time projecting him for anything big until we actually see that first big performance. So uh, I'm going to go with the Ducklings as well. I think uh, the 120-104 to 104 prediction might be a little bit light as to how what the spread will be on the final score of this game. Yeah, I can't imagine that they're ever predicting Cam Newton to score 40 like he did last week, but it could happen. All right, well, that's our look at Week 3 and our recap of Week 2. So thanks for joining me again, Pauly. And as we said... Come Sunday, Paulie will probably be live tweeting the games. Nah, not, with the- not this Sunday. Not this Sunday? No. All right, well, maybe Thursday, Sunday night, and Monday night. Yeah, definitely definitely <laughs> Thursday night, definitely Monday night. Um, Sunday will be the uh, anniversary of my taking a first breath. Um, so my parents are in town. We'll probably be going out to dinner. You might see pictures of the fest hall. I'm not sure. Ticky-tacky, ticky-tacky. Yeah, they don't do that. Um, but oi, oi, oi. Uh, I, I, They should. They don't really have a stage like that. It's tough to explain. You have to come down sometime. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Sermon food uh, and great company and good beer. I'm there. Absolutely. So, you know, definitely tweet along. If you have predictions and you want to get in on the fun, all you got to do is get in your predictions for every single game before the first game on Thursday. Tweet at us at Butter and Bacon on Twitter and uh, use the hashtag BABFFL. And uh, we'll add you to the weekly plus minus. That could be fun. Um, so yeah, feel free to give us a shout out. All right. Well, good luck to everybody in week three and we will check in again next week. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to butter and bacon.